0: Good morning, good morning, good morning on this awesome Sunday morning. Trust you had a phenomenal weekend so far by the grace of God and welcome to all our loft, our family and all our TV congregation people and media and uh, while there's some services going in our buildings today, we are here to share the word for impact, that you can understand your purpose in life. Now we speak the whole September about push. Somebody shouts, say push. It didn't say stop. It didn't say give up. It didn't say tossing the towel. It didn't say become stagnant. It didn't say just sit on the line or be in the pavilion while the players are. No, it's get involved in what God is doing. Because God depends on you, you can do it. Now, before we go to the message, we think this morning about the people that passed away on Friday and yesterday. We think about Sandra Bartman with Brother Melvin at the part uh, after early Saturday morning. And uh, we pray for that family. And this week will be the funeral We think on Durette Potgitter, who lost her husband, the actress, her husband, her father. And we pray for her as well. And then we pray for Norma. Oh, my word, Darren passed away yesterday, her son. Let's pray for them. Now, there are so many people dying at the moment, and we understand. Now, if you've never went through that valley, that avenue, you will really not can understand what it is and the emotions and the battle, but your prayers is going to carry them because for all of those that we have just called the names, it was graduation day. Now, on this Sunday the 13th, (laughs) superstitious people and old traditional people and religious people say, oh, Friday the 13th, Freddy Krueger Day. No, no, we don't believe in that nonsense. We're talking about push. Why? Why? Remember what we said last week God said in the book of Joel I will restore Now I'm going to help you because every promise of God is not just going to happen like that it doesn't happen automatically it's a fight involved and the fight is not putting on some Uh, army clothes and go up to Table Mountain and start shouting and screaming. Now, that can maybe be a manifestation. But the biggest battle you have is in your mind. And I'm going to show you certain things because you need to push until you are in your purpose. You need to push until something happens. We know push also stands for pray until something happened. Now, I've put in something down here that's going to bless you to know your purpose. Knowing your purpose simplifies your life. Have you discovered most people live complicated lives? Oh, my word, some Christians, their lives are so complicated. I don't understand. I don't think they don't understand themselves. It defines when you understand purpose, what you do and what you don't do. Because your purpose becomes the standard you use to evaluate which activities are essentials and which aren't. Uh, Just in plain, 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 plain English. You major on the majors and not major on the minors and minor then on the major thing. You make what's important and how it's going to work because you carry a promise from God. That's why I want to take you this morning on this phenomenal journey, because that you can understand it. oh my word, all the testimonies that came in, we are so blessed this whole week. You know what helps me after 46 years in ministry? When somebody can send me a text, plain simple, the word helped me. This word that you share was a word that I needed today. All over the world, we've seen how people got jobs, how people prosper financially, how people got houses, <laughs> how impossible situations become possible that there was no market for people to sell their homes and suddenly we stand on the word, declare the word and it happens because there is power in and through you and it comes out of the mouth. Now this morning, because one thing about the desire of God, your life needs to move clockwise with God, not anti-clockwise. In other words, five steps forward and 20 backwards. Did you ever feel like that? Oh, I know what's that feeling. You have this great ideas and this great dreams and this great And it feels you give two steps ahead and then 10 steps back. And then three ahead and then 20 back. And later on you're more backwards than what you are forwards. But we have the word. Somebody say the word. Say the word this morning. Because I'm going to share some truth. Scripture explains scripture. Scripture says what it means. I don't need a revelation and a revolution and then something if scripture can explain scripture and scripture reveals scripture, then you're safe because it's all these other jungabala <laughs> That sounds like Louisiana Jambalaya, food they eat there. That's going to get people messed up. Now, this morning, I, I made a discovery and somebody said to me, I have a new heart, this person. But I still live in an old body with an old mindset. How now? Now since I serve God and I accepted the Lord with my new heart, it seems my life is more difficult. No, it is not. Because there's a battle between the spirit and the natural. This, between light and darkness. Between God, and God's always the victorious one, but evil forces of darkness tries to derail your assignment, abort your planning. Come on, somebody dilute your hope, and he's after the word. That's why the parable of the sower says, "Those that hear the word and the word doesn't fall in their hearts and develop, and they don't know and understand, the thief comes immediately to steal the word." Now we know. Say after me, and read my lips, let it come out of your mouth. Say, the devil has no authority. He can do nothing unless I allow him to do. Oh my word, I make the statement. And a man after the service with big eyes, it looks like two peaholes in a snowstorm, he said, Can I help you? Don't talk so bad about the devil. God is Almighty. The devil is mighty, and we nothing. We are worms. I said, you can't be a worm. Somebody's going to catch a fish with you. I said, let me help you. This is the right order. God is almighty. Through him, we are mighty and powerful and strong. And the devil is defeated. He's got no feet, defeated. No arms, disarmed. <laughs> He's got brain damage. God's prophecy, Genesis chapter 3. And the person, the seed, the power of seed, the seed of the woman is going to crush your head. Hallelujah. So he's got brain damage. He's disarmed, defeated, and his teeth is pulled out. That's why he's only a mouse with a microphone. He's not a roaring lion. He walks around like he's an imitator. Come on. He impersonates the lion. And then he makes the sounds and then people get anxious, no, you are a person of destiny, authority, and power, what you're going through right now, you don't need to go through that in the next 20, 30 minutes, or right now, with a made-up mind, is the most powerful thing, and I'm going to show you out of the word, somebody say the word again, because this is so important, in Ephesians chapter six, ten, Paul comes and he and he used a terminology, and he said something like this. In conclusion, <laughs> he says, in conclusion, he instructs them and tell them how they uh, people treated and children respectful and wives with husbands and all the previous and redeem the time, and then he says, in conclusion, why. Because he's going to tell you now, every instruction has an enemy. Oh, oh my word. Wait till we speak about the enemies against God's dreams for your life or against God. The assignment God had for your life. He says, in conclusion, be strong. (laughs) He didn't say be depressed. (laughs) Be just, you know, local. Hey, how's it? No, I didn't make goat heads, book heads, book warunkies, please don't, don't attack me now, that's not, that's how the people do it here, when they, you know, lacka. and uh, he says, be strong, now how, in the Lord, Because course in your own strength, oh, have you discovered how limited we are in our own strength, things that I could do when I was 18, I could carry and lift stuff up and do certain things, And here at my 38 years now of age for the, maybe 20 years, 40 years, 30 years, uh, 28 years, I discover there's certain things I cannot do so well as I did it. But he says, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered, says the Amplified, through your union with him. Wow. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. Wow. Then he says, Put on God's armor. Now, this is all the battlefields. And then he tells you, We war not against flesh and blood. This thing that we walk with God is not a carnal thing. Paul made a statement, and that that bothers me. You know how older you get, the scriptures that didn't worry you when you were young, and you feel woo. But then it says, "How is it possible that some of you start in the spirit, but you end in the flesh?" Scary thought. Things we don't think about. I want to help you to be sustainable, to grow higher not to be mountain climbers and mountain carriers, to remove that mountain by the powerful name of Jesus, the living Christ. Now when Paul says, be strong in the power of his might, we'll we'll come to this. But then at a point, now he addressed Timothy, his son Timothy, and he said something so powerful (laughs) to Timothy when he says there in 1 Timothy chapter 6, and also, um, verse twelve, fight! <laughs> oh my word, <laughs> fight! Fight what? The good fight. <laughs> Didn't you hear? Oh, Gustav, this is so difficult to serve God. My life is in shambles. The financial battles, the family, my marriage relationships. The boss is crazy. He smoke tea bags and, and uh, drink some tiger milk. I don't know what that can be, maybe beer. But uh, my life is so difficult going through. Now, I, I do understand, because I was there, I never preach a thing that I didn't experience or live. Paul says, fight the good fight of faith. What fight? The good fight of faith how will the just live? By faith. So what is Satan after? He wants to get you out of faith. He wants to get you carnal and hopeless and live by emotions and feelings and by logic and reason what the natural eye see and the natural ear hear propaganda is the thing that Hitler took over Germany boom all the negative stories propaganda is going on now and people all this propaganda about the COVID-19 and then they say oh there's coming a COVID-20 and then Joe Biden says in 2021 when the coronavirus is there, he'll do that. Now look how they plan all these. It's all propaganda. Don't get in propaganda. Get in the word. The word is a higher authority. When the doctor said you're gonna die, I said I understand what you say, but there's a word higher than your word, and your word will bow to that word. Let the word of God. What did we say this week? Be there. Final authority. Say the final authority because that word fight means push. <laughs> now, now you you, you don't f- push out of a defeated position, you push in a authority position. He says, Lay hold of the eternal life to which you were summoned and for which you confess. The good confession of faith. What do I, did you hear here? Confession, how do I confess with my mouth? So I need to say something. (laughs) Oh, my metabolism is so slow, I'm getting fatter and fatter. Stop saying that. Your speech center of the brain control your whole life. Oh, it doesn't seem, I don't see light in the tunnel, it's getting worse. Money is running out. Now, it's because we have things that are our source and not God. Things are the channel for things to flow through. God is my source. God is your strength. God is your healer. Yes, but the doctor said, there's so many people. God is your healer. <laughs> uh, that's what the words say. And the word explains itself. By his stripes I've been made holy. He has sent his word to heal me from Certain diseases, no, all the diseases I have been healed. Listen, he says, and which you confess the good confession of faith before many witnesses. Oh, Jesus, that would preach. Now, I want to give you little bites because I'm going to give a lot of information. And when Paul says, fight the good fight, we are in a war. We are in a battle, and I'm going to show you what is that fight that you are in. It's not the devil appearing here before you with a big fork and two horns and a long tail, hot stuffy. (laughs) Nope, he's defeated. Because what you think is what you're going to see. As a child, you woke up in the middle of the night, and the shadow, the moon shines on a tree, and that tree starts moving now, in your childish mind, you think it's a monster in the room. In the meantime, it's a little branch that just have a shadow. <laughs> That's what the enemy comes with, shadows. David calls death the shadow of death. Not the real thing. It's a shadow. And now everything what the enemy try is the shadow. Propaganda. Jesus said, be cautious what you hear. That's why you cannot listen to everybody. There's so much confusion going on in the church because people live on plans and not on purpose. And what did we say, when I understand God's purpose for my life, it takes a lot of pressure out of me, takes a lot of anxiety out of my life, it let me make wise decisions, I can be led by the Spirit. And I know that I know he always leads me to profit, P-R-O-F-I-T. And then he says in the book of Isaiah, come closer and listen that I can show you the way that you must go. What did Jesus say? What's was the purpose of the Holy Spirit. He will come and lead you in what? All truth. <laughs> Not partial truth. Some people have partial truth, partial lie. A man came to see me wants me to help them with old age people and everything and after i said i said you know here we serve jesus jesus is lord yeah but we serve also god but he serve ancestors also no you don't serve jesus jesus is not your lord <laughs> because there's something i want to mention uh, later on about this this thing that i just said now in now paul tells us about this great fight fight the good fight of faith. Why? Because you have the answer. You have the answer to the problem, the solution to the condition. You have already the victory. In him we move. We have our being. <laughs> Come on. If God is for me, what can be against me? Because you will see when I read out of Proverbs. Now in Second Timothy, Paul addresses his son still. And then he says to him this phenomenal thing. He says, Second Timothy chapter 4, 7. I have fought the good fight, <laughs> the worthy, the honorable, and the noble fight. I have finished the race. I have kept firmly and held the faith. Faith is not a subject. Faith is not a topic. Faith is not an add-on. Faith is not a crutch I lean on. Faith is not a hearing aid. (laughs) Faith is not a cane I can walk with. Faith is a lifestyle. It's It's my DNA. It's my personality. It's because Jesus showed us how will the just live by faith. Paul says, I have fought what? The good fight of faith. (laughs) I have fought that good, worthy, honorable, and noble fight. I have finished the race. I have kept firmly and held the faith that the just, Hebrews chapter 10, 38, shall live by faith. My righteous people, their lives will be sustained by what they believe. Wow! Wow! So the enemy is after your belief system. Romans chapter 7, 25, Paul says, we serve God with the mind. So where's the battlefield? In the mind. Where's the strongholds? In the mind. Where's the the, the opposition? In the mind. If the devil can mess up your mind, he'll mess up your whole life. You can be so holy. (laughs) Oh my word. (laughs) That milk turns sour when you come close to it and so anointed. But if your mind is messed up, he who controls the mind orders the footsteps. Now, this is the most important thing, to fight the good fight of faith. Push. Paul says, I push through until it happened. Because when you read there, you will see he tells them, he said, Oh, my word, I've made so many sacrifices and all that I did. And I was so glad to find you in faith. He says in the book of Galatians and Corinthians to the church. Now listen, that's why the enemy wants to keep people confused. There's nothing like a confused person. People say, God told me I must come and worship at Lovda. A week later, they have this list of excuses Too far, too close by. Too cold, too hot. (laughs) You too crazy. Others said, uh, you're not so anointed. (laughs) So they have all these. Then two weeks later, they say, no, God changed his mind again. So I can see the spiral. That's the set of the enemy. I'm not saying I'm the one or loft. No, 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 no. I say two things important with God. The local church is the vehicle. If somebody, that teaching, and I rebuke that teaching all over the Western Cape and South Africa that says the local church means nothing, it's a global church only, the local church is the prostitute of the book of Revelation, you're in big trouble. Christ is the head. We're part of the body. Every book was written to a local church. The seven letters was written right to the church in Ephesus, right to the church in Philadelphia, right to the church in Pahamas. Come on, somebody. Right to the church in Laodicea. Local church. Don't give me that, Penny Peloni. Scripture does what? Explain itself. Oh, I can serve God by myself. No, you need to be planted. If you plant it in the house, you will flourish, you will prosper, you will get old, but you will still be young. Read the word. It's only when you plant it like a cedar uh, and a palm tree in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Listen, that's why it's important to understand these things. Because you are in a war, be strong. We war not against flesh and blood. The God from the third heaven come down on earth, become a man, gave his life, imparting us by the Holy Spirit. So Satan is the ruler of the second heaven. He's not the ruler of the earth. He's not the God of the earth, lowercase. No, the high heavens belongs to the Lord, our God, Psalm 115. He has given the earth to the children of men. Earth is given to you if the God comes from the third heaven, gave us the authority, the dominion, then we rule here and we have authority over the second heaven <coughs> and over earth. Now that's another topic. I can see some of you say, oh, no, there's seven heavens and there's 10 heavens. You believe what you, I can just tell you what, I, I didn't have that revelation of the 10th heaven yet, but I tell you what Paul says. So here is the word. <laughs> Another man said, will you stop preaching Paul and believing in Paul? Paul was wrong. Just preach Peter. That's a pastor. And I said, Phew, how confused are people? That's what the enemy wants. doesn't want you to live in your purpose, fulfill your great grand design, live up to what God has called you to be and what you can be. Now, listen, <laughs> the Proverbs comes and the wise Solomon And he made a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal statement by saying in Proverbs chapter 28. And you're going to see how powerful you can be. Proverbs number 28. Gustav, where's Proverbs in the Bible? (laughs) Matthew, Mark, Luke, Proverbs. No, 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 Psalms (laughs) and then Proverbs. Come on and he says in Proverbs chapter 28 this phenomenal phenomenal thing and i want to take you for a few minutes on this because you need to push keep on pushing until something happens the wicked flee verse 1 <laughs> the wicked what flee <laughs> no man pursues them in other words they just run <laughs> but the uncompromising righteous are bold, say bold as a lion, the what is as bold as a lion, the uncompromising righteous are as bold as a lion, oh my word, say I have dominion and that's why I am as bold as a lion, I just get in my notes here, now, I want to help you <laughs> because what Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. What is the gospel? It is the power. Say the gospel is the power of God. Now, I want to help you this morning to the, the, the what is as bold as a lion, the righteous. In other words, God called you to be that person to demonstrate the defeat of the enemy and run. As a mighty warrior in Jesus, always to overcome and to be victorious. Now listen, the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Now, now, Gustav, the question is this morning, what's the secret? What does it mean? And here comes the meaning. The secret to be bold as a lion, it's to be fearless. Somebody say fearless. You don't fear the rainbow, a black cat, Friday the 13th, coronavirus, the economy, uh, not so much money. Uh, You're fearless. Fearless. It means confident. And relentless, oh my word, in the pursuit of what we seek, what God says we can be, that's what we are, to be as bold as a lion, unfearless, confident, relentless in the pursuit, in the push, <laughs> it's the place in your heart, now let me get serious here, it's the place where you are in your heart and in your mind where Jesus is Lord. Did you hear what I just said? Where Jesus is Lord of and over our lives. Then only. When? When Jesus is Lord. I told the children yesterday, incident. It was about one o'clock and I got this call. Uh, call and voice notes, and uh, it was about somebody needs money before 2.30. Man, and something pushed up in me, and I, I was on the other side of, was he still in the northern suburbs, but I was there, Millerton area, and I thought, I said, Monday, and the person says, no, now, and I got angry, yeah, I got angry, <laughs> now not not that terrible angry. And I suddenly heard the voice of God. He said, Whose money is this? I thought you made me Lord of your life. I was in big trouble. He said, If you're in control, you're in trouble. If the money is yours, if what you have is yours, then I'm not Lord yet. I'm your savior. And I said, Jesus, forgive me. I immediately sent Pastor Yaku a text. And then I came home. Nakita was here and I, I told them this incident. Because if he is Lord, there's a greater meaning. It's no longer I that liveth. You see, the problem is I and me and myself want to live and be in control. No, no, no. You hand over because I need to be the person that can be bold fearless, relentless. Come on, somebody, and have confidence. And it only happens when Jesus is Lord over my life, my mind, and my heart, and my body. That's why I said people say, I have a new heart, but I sit in this old body with an old mindset. Renew your mind. (laughs) Now, now, it's, Then you are can only be led by the Holy Spirit as a true son. We have a lot of Christians, but there's not many true sons of God. Now I'm not judgmental, I'm not saying that. Uh, Paul says, fight the good fight of faith, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Uh, The righteous are as bold as a lion. (laughs) They don't retrieve or don't fear or don't turn their back. They go for it, what God says. But it's only when he's Lord over your life that you can manifest as a true son and that you can be called a friend of God. Remember that song, I am a friend of God. (laughs) Not everybody is friends of God. I'll show it to you out of the scripture because as a son of God, creation is waiting on you we, we, this is how we program to make our personal stuff better, while God doesn't only have your personal in store, he has the whole world in store, you must manifest as a son of God, now I get texts all the time, the end time is here, the world is going to be over before next year, and then somebody said in uh, the next eight years, and people have all these theories, that only make them spiritual lazy. We just wait for Jesus. Maranatha, Jesus is coming. I guarantee you, he's not coming quick. Yes, thousands of years like a day, a day like a... He's, we is he's the people that prolong his coming because we're not doing that the world can see the manifest sons and daughters of God. Now, that's not a topic I want to get in. I want to speak to you, be to push Because all these things I said, theories and theological explanations, and oh, I want to have the revelation over the scripture. The world doesn't understand the Antichrist and the 666 and who's the beast. But the Christians, that's their topics. The world is waiting. Romans chapter 8. Say it this morning. The world, the Western Cape, South Africa, the whole world is waiting on you and me now to manifest. That's what Paul was telling us. (laughs) Because Romans chapter 8 verse 19, oh my Lord Jesus, can we read that scripture? Scripture will do what? Explain scripture. Romans chapter 8, Paul addressed this Romans church, and oh my word, they were under the Roman empire. They were the most difficult group of people They accepted the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said be transformed. And then he comes and he says this powerful thing. He says we know. (laughs) What do we know? We know that the whole creation of irrational creatures has been moaning together in the pains of labor until now. That's the Amplified. And not only the creation, but we ourselves too, who have and enjoy the first fruits of the Holy Spirit, the foretaste of the blissful things to come, grown inwardly as we wait for the redemption of our bodies from sensuality and the grave, which will reveal our adoption, our manifestation as God's sons. King James says, whole creation is waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God. One translation says the true sons of God. Now, who are they? Verse 19. For even the whole creation, all nature, waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be to be made known, waits for the revealing of The disclosing of their sonship. That means daughters also because it's not a gender thing. Now who are the people that the whole world is waiting, governments are waiting, the heathen world is waiting for? Who are they? Thank you for asking. Verse 14. For all. (laughs) How many? All who are led, L-E-D, what word. who are led by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, are what? Who are they that the creation is waiting? Those who are led by the Holy Spirit, are the sons of God. Oh my God. So yesterday I had a test, am I a true son of God? Or am I just led by my emotion, by logic, by reason, by comfort because of time? And the next moment I sent the person, I said, I'm coming right now. I don't care. And I had to drive on the N1 towards Paul to get this quite a big amount to the person. And I said, just wait for me and I'll be there in so many minutes time. Oh, my word. You know what I've learned about giving—the satisfaction. It's more blessed to give than to receive. <laughs> That's the reward. Now it's not about the money. It's about being led by the Holy Spirit. Whenever God leads you, <laughs> it will be same as the Word. You can never separate God from the Word. The last move, the greatest move, the entire move, will be a combination of the Word. And the spirit, if you have only word, you'll dry up. viscous bocum, Texas jerky. You look like oats horn, ostrich, baltom. If you only have the spirit, you blow up. That's why people walk with big heads. I am so anointed. I have all these gifts. I can heal the sick. I can come. I understand. But if the word doesn't back up what you are doing now, the same attitude as in Christ must be in us he who was equal to God humbled himself by taking on the body of a human being and dwelled among us because all these things fits together but when I have the word and the spirit I will grow up <laughs> and Charlotte Kronk said if you don't grow up God's gonna throw up because then you lukewarm <laughs> For me to grow up, I need the word and the spirit. I believe in all the manifestations and the glory and the power. We've been there. We've seen it. I've seen gold manifest. I've seen the oil coming out. I've seen the manna manifest. I've seen miracle money appear on the cup. We've seen not only me, multitudes of people. I've seen the dead raised by the grace of God. That's not the greatest testimony and witness you are that's why the enemy has got a battle with you he's so afraid you will just believe God that's what faith is God said it I believe it and that settles it he's afraid now creation is waiting on you and me say the world is waiting for us the world is waiting now let me finish oh my word because listen here is the word of the Lord. <coughs> Not to be led by my emotions. That's why I cannot be angry. An angry person, hear the word of the Lord. God cannot answer your prayer. Only prayer that he can, of people and unforgiveness, bitterness, angry with everybody. Mark chapter 11, Jesus said it in the King James in red. Now we don't even read the black letters. Why will we read the red ones? He said... When you pray, forgive, so that your prayers can be answered. Our Father, forgive me my trespasses, just as I forgave the people that trespass against me. If you don't forgive, how hardly you will be handed over to tormentors. I've seen that. You must walk in the Holy Spirit love. The love of God is the qualification. I said to somebody yesterday, Oh, my word, somebody who's got a great testimony. I said the true qualification, we think it's, I'm an apostle, I'm a prophet, I'm a pastor, I'm a popster, I'm a disaster, I'm a whatever, I'm a teacher, I'm a that. No, 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 no. I said Jesus himself said, by this. By what? By this shall all men know that you are my disciples by your Love. Love. Extend boundaries. Love can cover a multitude. Love restore. Love. A leader with love wants to see that his people. Wants to do greater. I called my 12. And I said. They going to take this ministry. In dimensions. I never could take it. If they stay in the word. And stay in love. That's why. Creation is waiting, and they're not waiting for timid Christians in fear. Uh, oh, sorry that I live. <laughs> kind of me. No, persistent people. People that say, I will not let go like a Jacob until you touch me. Even you had to walk with a limp. <laughs> But say, I will not let go. I'm persistent. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Now, uh, there's a a different way of saying this. It's when we are on purpose. It's very important. Pursuing the destiny we are created for, you find suddenly in you reserves of courage. There's a store place in here and boldness. You did not know you possess. That's when you are led by the spirit. You become as bold as a lion. You are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And you will discover. Because what the scripture says, Proverbs 28, 1. This man. The man. (laughs) That are righteous. That also means the man of action. Is as bold as a lion, the doer of the word. <laughs> this man who lives for something greater than himself. Oh, people, I do estates for the Supreme Court and help people with wills. And people say, oh, I have a big estate. Oh, my dad had a big estate. I said, fools. Because they think how more they let the world know how big their estate is, how more powerful No. How more money are deducted and taken away from you. I said, greatness comes through following God. Money, cars, houses, land, fame. Gold diamonds in the teeth, permed hair. Now do all those things if you want to do it. Fades out. It's how strong you are in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Listen. Righteous are as bold as a lion Because they are led by the spirit They are the manifest sons of God They are called the friends of God They are doers of the word we said It's a person that doesn't live for himself The person who made Jesus not only savior but Lord You know what's your golden card to greatness? Repentance I, I don't on really, the righteousness of God. I had to repent yesterday and then made it public and say, "Oh, I nearly make a bloob. because and the moment when I let go of that money, miracles start happening. <laughs> money cometh. <laughs> Why? Whenever God gives you instruction, whenever the word God has something greater in store than what you can think of. Come on somebody. It's somebody is as bold as a lion and he push until it happens. It means he's established in the word, not wishy-washy. He wants to do what God, oh my word. He wants to do the word of God, but he, and he's established in Christ in righteousness. Listen then you will, you will, not maybe, not you will manifest boldness, as bold as a lion, when you are established in the Lord, you will not take no for an answer, Isaiah 54, 14, in righteousness, (laughs) what did he say, the righteous are as bold as a lion, The prophet Isaiah come in Isaiah 54, 15. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. Where will you be from oppression? Far. Why? You establish in righteousness. You're not moved by the stinking thinking and the things around you. You must realize as the visionary of a ministry... All the staff and people and ministries going. There was somebody that should have been. I should have been. But I know by the grace of God. I don't say I know it all. (laughs) I'm getting there. I'm not perfect. I'm getting there by the grace of God. But here is the word. Forever settle in righteousness. You will be established. Come on somebody. You shall be far from oppression for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. (laughs) That's why Lufthal's property, in the midst of all that turmoil, the riots, the burning, the petrol bombs, what bombs they had there, the demolishing of people's properties there around Lufthal World Press Center, when they were three properties away and somebody phoned me and said oh my word hey I, I got so angry at push-up and I said you're lightning and thunder now don't translate that in Afrikaans devil and I heard the voice of God they will not touch that property and I sent a message back I said you're all safe they will not touch that property they did not touch that property When our school opened two Mondays ago, one of the teachers, now we have a real school, not a dinky toy school, a real school with what close to 200 children. And one of the teachers called Lanzana and said, we better pray. I was in that meeting where they discussed to take Lofdal. She said, and I told them I'm a teacher there and these people do things and they never touch it. That's how God proves his word. These four things. You shall be far from Oppression. If you are in oppression right now, say, devil, in the name of Jesus, my strength are drawn from the one inside of me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Foot sack devil! your hands of God's property. I'm taking back my joy. I'm taking back my finances. I'm taking back my business. I'm taking back my family. I'm taking back my marriage. I am taking back my property. Everything you have stolen, God says when a thief has been found out, he must restore seven times better. Woo! You're going to have greater events. Because you are established in righteousness, the word. You shall not fear. Ah, I've told you twice. I look in the barrel of guns, and at the time they tried to assassinate me, and twice nearly assassinated and I was poisoned in Korea to take me out. And how the word works suddenly, and I discover. I'm not telling my story. I shared somebody. My story the other day, and they said, oh, my Jesus, we don't know you went. I say, oh, you haven't heard the <laughs> most of it. I was hit by an ax. Oh, my God, that's another story, maybe tonight. And because I have learned to become immediately obedient to God. Listen, somebody shouts on this audience, Push! Say, I will not settle for, I'm pushing through because I have the word. (laughs) Some people say, why do you get so excited? Can't you just be? No, 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 no. His words is like fire in my bones because when I fight the most battles in this body, I preach the most phenomenal messages and I preach for myself. And during this lockdown time, I can tell you, my gosh. Because I understand the word. If you abide in me and my word abide in you. You shall ask and it shall be done for you. Now in really in conclusion. Let me help you with something. That's going to be such a blessing. The fact that Paul says. He says I have fought the good fight. 1 Timothy 6 he said. Fight the good fight <laughs> It's a very well known It's like wrestling In that years In the writing of the scripture It was a wrestling match Now I want to help you with what What do you fight against Oh devil come Here's my There's times that I take a broomstick And run you through the house And open the front door and the back door I say Oh devil You cannot live here <laughs> Now, now I just manifest, you know, I've got some blow rocky things in me. But what does he mean with fight? And I want to, this is how the enemy, he throws in agony, anguish, conflict, pain, distress, or a struggle. (laughs) And this is what God was telling us through the word. This is a fight that results from the flesh that resists the will of God. Remember yesterday when this person and I who had an excuse on far times, one o'clock Saturday, and the Lord said, Who are in control? I thought I'm your Lord, the ruler over you. Now, I'll explain to you in a minute what is Lord. This thing that... Paul was saying here is so powerful. He, he, he says, that's what it means. He says, the, the reason that you're in the fight is the results of your flesh. Come on, somebody, against the will of God, the mind that struggles to understand what God has told us to do, go and make disciples. That's why people say that program. We're not in program. It's a lifestyle. That's the gospel. That's why Jesus came. As my father has sent me, I sent you. It's circumstances that seems to stand in the way where you need to go. It can be people who oppose us. The devil himself, he will throw his weight against each step of faith we take. But... (laughs) That's why when Jesus is Lord over our lives, it means his rule, his rulership, he rules. What does it mean to say that Jesus Christ is the Lord? For Jesus to be Lord of your life means that he is the ruler, the boss, the master of your whole life. Wow. And it's not a one's decision. It's a daily, like me yesterday. I had to repent, immediately correct it, and then the miracles start happening. <laughs> because it was a setup that the enemy wants to use my excuses for God not to bless me and to take us in greater dimensions. He must, it means, he cannot be Lord of a part of your life. He must be given control of the entire life, your whole life. He wants to be Lord over your spiritual life, of your physical life, your body, your soul, your spirit, your everything. If God God have you, you have your money, your cars, your houses, your land. And that's the quickest way how to see if he's Lord over your life. When he asks something, God will never tell you to do something to harm you or to hurt you. He will lead you to profit. That's what the book of Isaiah says. And the way we should go. In other words, just in short, lordship means total obedience. Somebody say total obedience. That's what the true lordship of Jesus Christ means. Over my life. And if he's in total, if I am in total obedience, then I've lived in purpose. And that purpose, to know why I've been called. I have not been called only to make heaven. I've not been called that the world will say, Oh, Gustav is a Christian or a preacher. I don't even tell people I'm a preacher. I'm a follower of Christ. I am a donkey Jesus can ride on. (laughs) Now some of you see how ugly I am when I don't have my glasses on. But let me help you. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor. In Christ you have it on. Your mind, get it off. What is a stronghold? Everything that comes above the true knowledge of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. From verse 3 to 6. And I'll speak maybe on that later on. Uh, the righteous are as bold as a lion. Become bold. Don't let guilt. Yesterday's mistakes. Pass the history of your past. The faults you've made. The wrong choices keep you away. To become bold. Because you need to push through. In the life that Christ has planned for you. I have come. That you might have life. And have this life in abundance. And the question I'm closing. Oh my word. We are on time. Say who miracles do happen. I know I spoke about many people made him only. Savior. But yesterday the Lord said no. I want to be your Lord. I want to be your boss. I want to lead you that you can be. A son of God, James says, because Abraham believed God. He was a faith person. He was called a friend of God. Faith obeys. He had to do things in faith. When I say, let your will be done, here I am. You will bring sacrifices that you never think you are able to make. That's why God called Abraham his friend. Are you a son of God this morning, lowercase, not the son, a son, lowercase. Uh, we're not saying we gods, a son, as he is, so are we. Are you a son of God this morning that will work the works of Jesus and greater works that are here to as just as God has sent Jesus? He said, Father, just as you have sent me, I sent them to get the lost saved to get sinners into the kingdom get the sick healed get the captive set free bring hope the spirit of the lords upon me jesus said for the poor to bring hope to the poor and then to the captives that is are you a friend of god by believing god above your circumstances above your feelings above your emotions you can only be led by god's holy spirit And you will be free from fear. From oppression. Come on somebody. Of any condition against you. It will not come near you. And it starts off with a daily decision. On two minutes before. Ten o'clock. Here on earth. On the Sunday morning of the 13th. Two prayers. And you say Gustav. Gustav. I don't know Jesus, but I knew Jesus this morning because he's the way. Not Allah, not Buddha, not Kaprivi, not Kabbalah, not Kachala, not Kachula, (laughs) not the witch doctor. Jesus said, I am the way. He's the way. He's the only way, the truth and life. He said, I am the door. Anybody that comes from any other place except through me in John chapter 10, He's a thief and a robber. That's why Jesus is the door to go through. Remember when we did, oh my word, we need to do that door message again because you're here to push through. You are destined for greatness. You're the vessel. The world is waiting. God wants to use you. He's number one choice to say, Jesus, forgive me my sin. I believe you, Lord. I believe in my heart. I confess it with my mouth. I hold on to this confession this morning that you are my Lord and my Savior. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you that my sins are forgiven and that I'm washed in the blood. And from 10 o'clock this day, the 13th of September, I'm going to serve you, Lord. I'm not going to be only a Christian of religious background. I'm going to be a child of God, a son of God, a true son being led by the Spirit and manifest the greatness of my Father. If you maybe serve God and you discover through this word, like that's how the Lord dealt with me. The lockdown was wonderful because I discover what's in my heart and my relationship with God. Oh my what? I was not. I'm not so busy with God's things that I'm not busy with the God of the things. But to say, Jesus, take control. I make you Lord today. Everything I am. Everything I ever will be, everything I have, everything I will ever get, is just yours, Lord. I'm just the manager. I'm the channel that things can flow through. Second Corinthians chapter nine. He said, "He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly, but he who s- and, and uh, will reap grudgingly, but he who sows in abundantly will reap in abundantly and blessings, so that blessings can come to someone." The multitudes we feed, the testimonies about the children that was rescued, the women uh, rehabs and men and the new uh, building we opened in Wellington this past week and our oh, testimonies in lockdown, how great God is and feeding and I can tell you it's a miracle upon miracles. But he said he must be Lord. I was a businessman, every businessman. Make him your final partner, your senior partner. He will tell you and lead you exactly. I've learned, I sow infertile ground of the poor and the ministries that's involved and all the stuff and we keep people in the mission field and students and you know I can tell you stories by the grace of God. And That's why I share this. Make him Lord. You're not in control. If you're in control the devil is going to have a access, away. To kill, steal, and destroy. But if you made him Lord and you say, Jesus, here I am. You're my boss. You're the senior partner in my business. You're the senior partner in this marriage. You're the senior partner in my life. You're the senior partner of everything. And I am a Romans chapter 8 person. Creation is waiting on me and say, Creation, you don't need to wait anymore. Here I am. I'm going to (laughs) manifest. by sonship, by loving and sharing and giving and be a true son of God, because I am led by God's Holy Spirit. We love you. By his stripes you made whole. Say, Gustav, I face finances. Start where you are and start sowing. Things will appear. I'm not asking you money. Do with your money, whatever you want to do. But I know how God got me out. I fasted, I prayed, I tried everything, followed every lesson until God said, the only way how you come out of this financial mess you're in, you must become a doer. Do it. Do it. Do something. Be a do generation. Do it. Somebody say, I am a do it person. Hallelujah. Not controlled by fear, not controlled by logic, not controlled by reason, not controlled by what I have. I am controlled by what is in God's mind. In Jesus' name we pray. We love you. What an honor to serve you. Let us know from where you're watching. And tonight, six o'clock. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Don't miss that service. See you there. And you are phenomenal. God bless you.